Broadcasting from London, Ontario, Canada to the rest of the world, it's Ask the Top. Thank you very much for tuning in to the latest episode of Ask the Top. As we round out 2017, we have a great show lined up for you today. Early betting odds for the Royal Rumble. Highlights from the week. WWE's current Iron Man predicting the winner of the U.S. title in my WWE year-end awards. I'll hand those out momentarily. The categories include Male Wrestler of the Year. I'm not calling them superstars. It's a wrestler, male wrestler of the year, female wrestler of the year, match of the year, tag team of the year, and feud of the year for 2017. Again, we're days away from 2018. I don't set New Year's resolutions. I find them gimmicky, a little bit hokey, but I'm not going to poke fun if you do. That is completely your prerogative. That being said, I have the same, I guess, quote unquote, resolutions. If you want to call them resolutions, I just say the same goals every year, and that's accomplish new goals. Continue to grow, both personally and professionally. Be a good person and give back. If we could do all of that together, we'll have a great 2018. If you want to find me on social media, well, here are the places. Ask the Top on Facebook, at Chris Tomblack on Twitter, at Chris Tomblack on Instagram, Google+, ChrisTomblack.com, podcast apps such as Overcast, of course, from my partners, TWM.News and The Reaction Room, Com. And speaking of the Reaction Room, check out their latest video on their YouTube channel. They take John Lennon's Merry Christmas War is Over. You know that song that's, So this is Christmas, what have you done? John Lennon, right? That's my best John Lennon impersonation. With updated lyrics related to Finn Balor. The leader of the Balor Club actually shared the video across social media, being Instagram and Twitter. So... A lot of new likes and new fans to the Reaction Room. They're my partners. They're my friends. Congratulations on a successful year. Lots of great videos on YouTube. Their reactions, of course, it ties into their name. So check them out. I think you'll really enjoy the video. And of course, it's endorsed by Finn Balor himself. By the way, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. Hope you had uh, a great time of the year. I've actually had an extended break from work for about the first time in six, seven years. Well-deserved. I never use my full time off, and that's entirely on me. Don't get too obsessed. You know, it's like, don't try this at home. Don't try that at work, right? Actually take the time off and recharge the batteries. With that being said, I got into a new series that hopefully you've checked out. is Black Mirror. It's available on Netflix. Uh, I've been hearing about it for years, so I decided to finally dive into the series, and needless to say, I wasn't disappointed. Being a massive Twilight Zone fanatic, it really feels like a reworking of that series from the 60s, and it takes place in a modern world, and to be honest, it's much, much darker. So season four is set to take place this Friday, December the 29th on Netflix. So I wanted to jump into it and get caught up as season four commences. I even posted my rankings in terms of my favorite episodes from top to bottom. You can find them on my Twitter account, Instagram, and also my, I think my personal Facebook page. So if you have me on Facebook, you probably follow my Ask the Top page. If you have my personal account, I mean, that's good on you. I don't let anybody in there, really. 
other than people that I've actually met in real life. So if you're really lucky, maybe I'll let you in on that. That's fine. But it's a great show. Highly recommend it if you haven't watched it. Get to some news from the week. I was talking about the Royal Rumble earlier. I had some questions about that in the questions portion of this program. We are already seeing some early betting odds ahead of the men's and women's Royal Rumble. Already, this kind of surprised me. Ronda Rousey is the early betting favorite to win the Women's Royal Rumble, followed by Asuka, Nia Jax, Becky Lynch, and Paige. Further down the list, AJ Lee, and at the very bottom, James Ellsworth. I don't think they're going to bring him back. I hope and a prayer it's not going to happen, though. Here are the early odds for the Men's Royal Rumble match from favorites all the way to the underdogs there. I want to thank all the websites that I got this from. This appeared on no DQ and WrestleZone as well. So John Cena, surprise, surprise at the very top, followed by Roman Reigns, Shinsuke Nakamura. Even more surprising, the current SmackDown World Champion, AJ Styles, Bobby Roode, and then way further down the list, about 50 to 1 odds, CM Punk, Kurt Angle, Daniel Bryan, 80 to 1 odds, Batista, Shawn Michaels, and The Rock, and then 100 to 1 odds, you have Hulk Hogan, Steve Austin, Conor McGregor, Floyd Mayweather, Shaq, and Vin Diesel. None of those are going to be in the Royal Rumble. So who do you think is going to win? Well, I'm not going to predict it now. Of course, it's going to be closer to the actual event itself, but I want to know, so let me know all over social media who you believe is going to win both the men's and women's Royal Rumble. According to WWE.com, Brian Kendrick suffered a broken nose and a broken uh, orbitable bone during Monday's Raw. So this occurred during Hideo Itami's go to sleep. It looked quite stiff. And now we know just how much impact that knee had. Actually, Corey Graves even said, I wouldn't be surprised if you know the nose and that bone were both broken. And in fact, they were. So he was bang on the money there. Today would have been China's 48th birthday. So a happy birthday to the ninth wonder of the world. Rest in peace. Uh, the WWE actually had a classy move. They recently paid tribute to her on their Instagram page. So while she should have been inducted years ago, I would imagine a Hall of Fame induction is becoming more and more realistic. In a recent interview with Sports Illustrated, New Japan star Kenny Omega, who's scoring off against Chris Jericho, he talked about their upcoming match, and also noted that he felt Nakamura hasn't done anything compelling in the WWE. He said, I'm happy for the response that he's getting, of course, and all of us in New Japan knew when he left that he was going to get over with his charisma, but when I see Nakamura... In WWE, it's hard for me to say he's done anything compelling in-ring since he's been there, which is a shame. It will just take the one right story, the one right moment, and then people will be captivated by everything he does. Right now, he hasn't had that. If he's including Nakamura's run in NXT, I would have to disagree. He had the moment with Sami Zayn, his moments with Samoa Joe. But that being said, the King of Strong Style has been criminally misused on the main roster, perhaps a win at the Royal Rumble would reverse all of it. Or is it too late? Who knows? Highlights from the week. Start off with a quote. I've never done this before. Southpaw right hand jab. It's not even physically possible. That was from Booker T. Clearly sipping on some eggnog and rum during Raw on Christmas Day. Sheamus and Cesaro versus the new. Wow. Did you see this one coming? Raw Tag Team Champions, Seth Rollins and Jason Jordan. What an odd pairing there. Roman Reigns versus Samoa Joe for the Intercontinental Championship. Two great matches on Raw and over on SmackDown. I thought they actually had the better show in a condensed two-hour period. New Day 
versus Chad Gable and Sheldon Benjamin versus Rusev and Aiden English. It's Rusev Day! He was super over on SmackDown. The entire crowd was behind him. I love the Chicago faithful, by the way. I believe it might be the best wrestling city in the world. Quote me on it, and I'm from Canada. I love Toronto, but man, Chicago, I love the crowd there. So Chad Gable and Sheldon Benjamin emerging victorious as they move on to take on the Usos. AJ Styles versus Kevin Owens in a non-title match. It might not necessarily sound compelling on paper, but Kevin Owens got the victory, so what's going to happen next? You never know. U.S. title tournament matches, Rude versus Corbin, Dillinger versus Mahal were both great matches as well, too. So uh, a phenomenal episode of SmackDown and a pretty solid episode of Raw. It tends to drag a little bit, but there were a lot more um, hits than misses on Raw. Let's get to your questions, and of course, we'll round out the show with some year-end awards. Bearded Warrior said, Happy New Year to me. Well, Happy New Year to you, Bearded Warrior. When will we see Dean Ambrose back? So according to the WWE, the recent update is claiming that it might be anywhere from six to nine months. Now, whether they're holding back on that, saying that it's going to be six to nine months, dragging it out so he can return at WrestleMania remains to be seen. But given the really the um, the injury that he sustained, it seems quite unlikely he's going to make it back in three to four months. So I don't think we're even going to see him at WrestleMania. Sadly, the long-awaited Shield reunion never really had long-term legs, which is a shame. So an interesting stat shared by Twitter user Chris Harrington, Mookie Gahana, that's M-O-O-K-I-E-G-H-A-N-A. I want to basically give him props on this because I found this on Twitter. I love statistics. Call me a bit of a nerd that way, or nerd, as Mr. Gallows would call me. But I found this so intriguing. Dean Ambrose was the current WWE Iron Man 1,054 matches between March 3rd of 2012 and December 18th, 2017 when he got hurt. So he had a gap of 37 days in 2012 and 35 days in 2014. But 2013 was only 13 days. 2015 was only 8 days, 2016 was only 6 days, and 2017 was only 12 days. So basically what he's saying is Dean Ambrose was like the modern-day Bret Hart. It was just no days off. The person who becomes the new WWE Iron Man, this surprised me, Jimmy Uso. He's been doing WWE shows since June 4th of 2010 and is at 982 matches currently. Now he's saying if you include FCW... It's even longer. He's had gaps of about 15 to 24 days, but never more than 34 days in 2016. So Jimmy Uso could be the new WWE Iron Man replacing Dean Ambrose. Thomas Joseph via Facebook. Who can stop Absolution in the Riot Squad? Who can stop Lars Sullivan? And do you think Daniel Bryan is showing favoritism to Owens Insane? I was just going to say, tune in next week of the next edition of Batman. That's what it, I felt we were going there. Asuka will stop Absolution because sh- nobody is ready for Asuka, including Absolution. Charlotte will stop the Riot Squad. I could honestly see an underdog, and perhaps this was wishful thinking, such as Johnny Gargano. Or Gargano. Marbles in the mouth. Toppling the giant known as Lars Sullivan. How about that? Daniel Bryan, getting to him, he's definitely shown some favoritism towards Owens and Zayn. But furthermore, 
he seems to be going against many decisions made by Shane McMahon. There's a lot of tension there. So I have no idea where this feud is heading, if you want to call it a feud, but it's compelling nonetheless. On the next episode of Ask the Top, I'm actually going to be, you know, moving ahead with some more concrete predictions for the Royal Rumble. So we'll get to that shortly as well, too. Just wanted to throw that in there. Jeremy via Google Plus, who do you predict wins the U.S. title, Rude or Mahal? Great question, Jeremy. Based on the fact SmackDown currently has a babyface world champion, it makes sense if Mahal won. His push at the top was too rushed. But it very likely prepared him for a reputable mid-title reign. So this might not be a bad thing. This is perhaps where he belongs. And if he does a great job, an admirable job as the U.S. champion, perhaps then he's ready to be thrown back into a world title picture feud. You never know. What do you think? Roode or Mahal? I, I would love to see Bobby Roode win because he's 40 years old. Time is ticking. But Jinder Mahal, and based on his current gimmick, it makes more sense to have him win. Time for the year-end awards. Did this last year. I used to do this on my previous UFC podcast as well, too. Year-end awards is where I honor the best of the best. Again, the categories this year. Male Wrestler of the Year, Female Wrestler of the Year, Match of the Year, Tag Team of the Year, and Feud of the Year. Let's start with Male Wrestler of the Year. The winner, AJ Styles. Are you surprised? Pun intended, a phenomenal year for the phenomenal one. Reigning supreme, he is the face that runs the place on SmackDown. He hasn't missed a beat at all. He's arguably the most over-wrestler on the roster today. His merch sales are through the roof, and he's personally my favorite wrestler as well, too. So I'm not saying I'm biased when I chose him, but it was the logical choice. Runner-up, Braun Strowman. Now stay with me for a second. He didn't win any championships. I get that. But this was his breakout year where he became a legitimate main eventer. Female Wrestler of the Year, have to give it to Alexa Bliss, a champion on both SmackDown and Raw. The runner-up, Asuka. Moved up to the main roster undefeated. No one was ready for Asuka, and so far, that remains to be correct. Match of the Year. This one was difficult for me. I agonized over this decision. I don't believe this is the wrong one. The winner Tyler Bate versus Pete Dunne at NXT TakeOver Chicago. I threw a wrench into the mix on the previous edition of the program, or at least a few episodes ago. I had a good friend ask me, hey, do you think that deserves to be match of the year? And I said, you know, maybe top three. I'm not sure if I would choose it as my ultimate winner, or, or at least the match of the year of 2017 from a unanimous standpoint. But I wouldn't also be against it. I rewatched it. I rewatched the runner-up, which was AJ Styles versus John Cena at the Royal Rumble. I felt that Tyler Bate versus Pete Dunne told a better story. It was a classic match. Loved the near falls in that, too. Those two just have undeniable chemistry together. And given their age, they could be doing this for the next 20 years. So I look forward to all the battles in the future. Tag Team of the Year, the Usos. Yeah, the penitentiary is treating them well. Getting drafted over to SmackDown in 2016 was the best thing that ever happened to these brothers because they've reinvented themselves, and they're arguably not just the best tag team in the WWE, but perhaps the world today. They show up, you hear their theme. At least for me, now I get goosebumps. The crowd is super into them. They're very confident. 
oozing with confidence, actually. Easy pick for tag team of the year. The runner-up, The Bar, Sheamus and Cesaro, former Raw tag team champions. They've done quite well together as a duo, and they continue to do well together. So, again, like the Usos, undeniable chemistry here between these two, and it took a while for them to get adjusted, but it reinvented themselves. And while, of course, I'd like to see Cesaro have a legitimate run on his own, perhaps as the intercontinental champion, I still like where this tag team is heading. They still have some legs. They still have some gas left in the tank. So let's see what else they can do in 2018. Feud of the year. Braun Strowman versus Roman Reigns. I'm not finished with you, Roman. Doug the feud. That was the feud that made Braun Strowman a legitimate main eventer. It made Roman Reigns pretty compelling as well, too. It actually put him more on the heel spectrum than the babyface spectrum. Runner-up, I got to give it to the Usos and the New Day. More so for the matches than the actual feud itself. They consistently delivered high-level matches. They were great, and there was some believable title changes in there, too. So that is my feud of the year. That rounds out the year-end awards for 2017. I really hope that you enjoyed this latest edition of Ask the Top in 2018. I promise you some exciting things are going to start happening. I'll give you a quick teaser here. Working on some new projects. Not just Ask the Top, but perhaps beyond that. You intrigued? I'll let you know more next year. I'm not going to, of course, release it now. Got to leave you hanging. Like a really good movie, like a really good television episode, like a really good comedian. Leave them laughing. I'll leave you wanting more. So hopefully you will follow me along with that. And thank you very much for your support in 2017. The show continues to grow. And it's with you sharing this across social media and telling your friends and family and fellow wrestling fans to tune in on a bi-weekly basis. I really appreciate that. I'm humbled and keep doing it for me. And I continue, I will continue to deliver an entertaining show for you. I am your freedom from concern. I will continue to be that in 2018. So let's rock and roll. Let's have a good time together. And until we talk again in 2018, happy trails to you. Until we meet again.